Welcome to Video Marketing Secrets, Simple Strategies for Outrageous ROI, a podcast by The Draw Shop. Here, you will learn the most creative and cutting-edge video marketing strategies to help you attract, nurture, and convert your ideal customers throughout your entire sales funnel. I'm your host, Summer Felix Mulder. Please join me for this newest episode. Well, hello and welcome back. Today, we're talking about something that our clients have asked repeatedly. One of the things we ask our clients when we're creating content for them is if they have testimonials, if they have case studies. And this becomes something really stressful for them because a lot of them are like, no, I don't. I'm just starting out or I'm not allowed to. The thing is, is that no matter what you sell or to whom you sell, one thing is really true. Your business does live and die by its track record. This is very, very true. You probably know this for your business. You also know when you've determined to work with somebody else. So the more testimonials you have where customers are raving about how awesome you are and the results that they've gotten, well, the more new business you're likely to attract, right? But What if you are a brand new company? What if you're a total startup with a brand new offer and you just haven't had the opportunity to rake up those dozens of amazing testimonials? Or what if you are just legally forbidden? We work with a lot of clients who are not allowed to use testimonials and they might be attorneys, they're registered investment advisors. There's so many industries that have specific compliance rules where you cannot talk about your client's experience. So what do you do then, especially when that's such an amazing way to get people onboarded and wanting to work with you? Well, this is what we're going to discuss today. So you can relax because I've got some really good solutions for you that I know work. So if you want prospects to see your brand as the authority in your industry, then It feels like testimonials are going to be the only way and the only path to making that happen. But luckily, they are not. There are lots of marketing assets that you could leverage to position your company as the go-to expert in your niche. And I'm going to show you five of those today. Now, not all five of them are going to fit your brand and your industry to the T, but I can guarantee you this. You'll be able to leverage at least one or two of these five to grow your business, no matter what you do. So let's talk about these and you'll see exactly what I mean. The first one, this might surprise you. It's going to seem simple, but this really works. It's just Q&A videos. These are so underrated, like such underrated content because I hear entrepreneurs fret about how they want to create relevant content for their audience, but it's just so hard to know what their audience wants to learn from them. And it seems like it would be, right? Well, if you completely ignore what your audience questions are, then yes. But if they're asking you, if your followers and your leads and your prospects and your buyers and your current customers are already asking you stuff, then pay attention to what they're asking because right there is the content that they want. So that's a goldmine of insightful and relevant things to create right there. So how do you leverage these questions that they have and turn them into Q&A videos for your business that people are going to care about? And actually, it's going to make you an authority. 
So there's a ton of case studies that I could list, but I'm just going to give you some ideas and it's probably going to spur up some ideas relevant to your business. So things like this, you can collect troubleshooting questions from existing customers. Like what are the things that they consistently seem to be asking? What are your frequently asked questions? And make a video library of quick tutorials. And right there, you've got some amazing content that people care about. You can also post short form Q&A videos on Instagram Reels or on TikTok. And just by doing that, the discoverability is huge and they make you look like an expert. Now, I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm going to be vulnerable and admit something. We are a video production, video marketing company, right? We get lots of questions and answers. Now, we'll answer those type things. We'll discuss those things here on the podcast. We'll discuss it on social media. But there's one platform we haven't leveraged yet. And this is my fault and I totally take responsibility for it. But I know that once we start, which we are, we've just put a content plan together and we are going to start answering the burning questions that our audience and our clients have for us. And we're going to put those on TikTok. Yes, TikTok, scary TikTok. I'll probably do a podcast all about TikTok. But the thing is, is that the discoverability there is huge and that immediately makes you look like an expert. You know, when you're scrolling, if you've scrolled on Reels or TikTok, those short videos where it's just one quick thing, it's one quick tidbit. And you're like, wait a minute, I want to know the answer to that. And it's real punchy. And there's probably some words and text there to tell you exactly what the answers are. That's what I'm talking about. That right there gives you authority. That right there sets you apart. That right there is something I'm super excited to implement into our business. So I'll let you know how it goes in these coming episodes. Okay, here's another thing. You can host a live stream where you answer your audience's questions on a topic or about your offer. If you remember, I've had Amy Porterfield. Now, she, obviously she has a lot of testimonials, but she was on the podcast. And one thing that she does that I really love is she will do a live stream or a Facebook live or some type of live where she's answering all of the questions about what she offers before anybody becomes a client. So, hey, I'm going to be here at this time. Come on board and I will answer these questions. And I've noticed a lot of business owners that do this in whatever their niche is. And it's pretty awesome because you get to go in there and you get to talk to the expert themselves. And right there, the way that you're answering it, the value that you're giving, boom, authority. Also, really quick hot tip, you can take that, whatever you've recorded in that live stream, and you can later repurpose it as one long form video or what we like to call little snackable pieces of content. So like snack size videos. And those are like the shorts that you would see on YouTube or again on TikTok on Reels. And it's just taking all of those questions, really quick question, here's a quick answer, and boom, people are like, wow, I just got value. I can implement that. Awesome. Next, for Q&A, you could actually create an entire video series around answering customer questions that you get in the mail or in your DMs or maybe comments on your posts. You don't need like any of this to be high production. It doesn't need to be a content plan. We tend to do that because we gather all of the things that people are asking and I like to stay very organized and I like to batch things because sometimes it can be very overwhelming. So if you 
put all of that into a content plan, you can, but you don't have to. You could literally just pick up your phone and film, hey, somebody just asked this question. I'm just going to film a one-minute video answering that question. That's all it has to be. So Q&A videos really engage people head on with your audience's needs and goals, and they clearly position you as the expert in your industry. So please don't sleep on those. There's so much value there. Okay. The next on our list is contrarian content. I was just talking about this to a copywriter today, and we were talking about this whole contrarian thing and how intriguing it is, how it gets people to pay attention. And it's true. So here's the thing though. I hope you've got what it takes because this type of content, it needs you to be ready to pick a fight. And I don't mean like, you know, you're going to be fighting with another influencer or a brand or some, you know, a customer or a client or anything like that. I don't mean something like that. What I mean is taking an idea or a trend and like kind of poking at it and saying, huh, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to prove you different. So the method behind contrarian content is simple. Identify a trend that everyone in your audience or industry is talking about and just offer a different take. Go against the grain. Be the lone nonconformist voice in a sea of people and companies that are all saying the same thing. But of course, do this only if you actually genuinely believe in your position that you're going to take on this because then it's it's not authentic. And honestly, I can't stress that enough. Like if you're going to say something that doesn't really align with what you think, I think people feel it and it's somehow or another, it's going to come out later. So don't just produce something contrarian because you're trying to be edgy or you're trying to be different. You're trying to score brownie points with somebody like it's, that's not going to work. Like you will, you'll lack true conviction and consumers and customers and prospects, your audience can smell it. I bet you can too. I mean, I've seen it myself where I'm just like, okay, it's that like, uh, you're trying, you're trying too hard and it's unappealing. So a good example of this type of content in action is thinking back like to the start of the pandemic. I know depressing, but just remember how everyone and their mom was like cutting ad spend to save money. Like, okay, we have to stop ads. We have to stop everything. Well, some of the smartest marketers they actually called for business owners to increase their ad spend because they were like, this is an opportunity because the prices were getting so cheap and nobody was spending their money. So the competition got way low and it was, they were like scared to spend their money. So smart entrepreneurs were able to stand to grow in that period of chaos and uncertainty. Another thing I think of too is direct mail. You know, so many people in the mailboxes, it was like, oh my gosh, our mailboxes are so full. Then email came out and it was like, stop everything to do with direct mail, just do email. Well, now our inboxes are so full and people, when everybody kind of stopped doing direct mail, the people that were actually still doing it, like it worked for them because there was not that much stuff in their actual mailbox. So think about these things of like, what's so crazy and trendy right now? And what happens if you do the opposite and really authentically think about it? And what is your stance on that? And talk about it and do that. So back to, you know, the ad spend, like they were right. 
like they were right. I know this firsthand. I was one of those like, oh yeah, we should probably stop this. We should probably stop that. And then it was like the advice I was given was like, uh, maybe we shouldn't. Oh, okay. You know what? We've got something that can actually help people. So let's not be afraid to spend those dollars. There's two things actually that make contrarian content so powerful. One is that it capitalizes on existing trends, which means you can access a huge untapped audience, right? But also it delivers a completely different message to what everyone else is saying, which naturally attracts more attention to you and not the gazillion other voices weighing in on the topic. So when it's done right, it's an incredible force. And I hope that you add it to your arsenal. I just have to say, this is like one of my favorite favorite things about messaging and copywriting and what we do for our clients. And I'm not trying to do a plug here, but I'm just saying like, I am very passionate about this because one of the big things that we do is help our clients stand out in a sea of competitors. And which is a lot of what I I talk to you about on these episodes are the things that you can do. And I'll, I'll keep talking about it more, but so many people are copying each other and thinking that they're going to stand out. And really it's about what it is that you're going to speak to, what it is that's going to grab attention, but is also very meaningful to your audience. So think about that in the being contrarian. It really is when done right. It is super incredible. Okay. Moving on to number three, in-depth case studies. So These are a lifesaver when you've had only a few paying clients so far. So when you need prospects to take your expertise and your value seriously, having just a couple of testimonials won't cut it. So instead of going wide with a ton of testimonials, which I, the difference to me with testimonials and case studies is that testimonials are very brief in terms of, you know, here's the experience that I had with this company it was great. It was awesome. Uh, The people were super fabulous. The process, you know, that type of a thing. It can also be, you know, here's where I was, here I am after. But a case study will have like the proof. It has the proof of what they implemented, like the, the numbers and the after numbers and like what actually happened as a result of your service or product. So, With these, they're so impressive. You don't need a ton. Of course, it's great if you have a ton, but really it's just a few that actually speak to your ideal prospect. So you want to dive deep into specific customer stories. And that's another way to demonstrate the impact of what you offer. And it's just so much more powerful. So let's talk about what it takes to create a persuasive case study in a video, of course. So You want to involve your customer or client if you can, because it's their story, right? And they are the hero of their story. And it will come across 10 times more powerful if they can tell their story. So one of the best formats for a case study is simply a customer interview. So you can sit down with them for about 30 minutes. You can do it on a Zoom. You can sit down with them in person. I mean, it can even be on phone if you want it to be. But the idea is just to record that and you can edit it down later so that you're getting those key points and just, you know, have the juiciest parts in there that actually are interesting and pertain to your prospect. So you have that interview. And then the most important thing is to emphasize emphasize the transformation that you've helped create. So really spend time on how the client 
was, or your customer was really struggling before you started working together? So what was there before? What was there, and this sounds dramatic, but like what was their hell and how did you take them to their heaven? So what was going on before that was just hard, really, really hard that actually drew the line in the sand that said they had to change something and then they came to you and you were the solution. And it's really critical that you have that context in there because that struggle is what people will relate to. And it also, if you were the solution that took them to the after and have them describe that after, it just shows how impactful you are. And that is like one of the best things that you can, you can sell. And you want to be strategic about which details about your service or your product that you include and which ones you might leave out. So the main rule of thumb is if it's not relevant to the problems, the goals, or results mentioned in the case study, then just ditch it. Now, I know, like I said earlier, you know, some people don't have case studies. You've just started out. And like I said, only some of these videos are going to apply to you. This is an awesome one, but I want to tell you something else. Your own story can be the case study and it doesn't have to be someone that worked with you right off the bat. So talk about your transformation and what you did because that alone is powerful. And then one last tip on this too is that you will probably be tempted to include a call to action at the end of the case study video, but you don't have to. I mean, I would say don't do it because you're not trying to be salesy. It like it sells itself anyways. I mean, it's getting somebody to connect with this. It's not like here was my here's where I was, here's where I ended up and call us now. You know, like don't do that. Just let it speak for itself. And instead, just, you know, if you want to have something, let your customer, let the person that you're interviewing speak to that themselves, you know, so you could say, what would you, hey, Jim, what would you say to another blank, whoever that type of customer is, who's struggling with the same problem you did? And then let them pitch for you, right? Like let that, it's so much stronger that way. But if it's yours, if it's your own story, just tell the story. Just tell your story, where you were, why you're doing what you do. People connect with that. Okay, next, webinars, workshops, masterclasses. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't get overwhelmed. Many businesses play their cards close to the chest and hate to share knowledge for free. And I totally understand where they're coming from because I get that you have something of value and you want somebody to put their money where their mouth is, right? Like if it's valuable to you, if you say that you really want this problem solved, well, then I've got something of value, then you should pay for it. So I think it can be a big mistake if you don't do that. So here's the thing, before people give their money over, they wanna know that you're the real deal. They wanna know that you know what you're talking about and that you can help them. And most importantly, they don't wanna feel that they're gonna regret their buying decision. So this means if you want your prospects to see you as an expert, then you must share your expertise generously. So here's three ways that you can implement this in a video marketing strategy. So first is you can host training events for your existing customers and clients, teach them how to make the most of your product or service so that they're more successful, which means your business will be more successful as a result. 
And a good example of a company doing this is Squarespace. So they know that some folks will have trouble designing their own websites. No matter how simple and intuitive the process is, Squarespace will host webinars and workshops to help them because they know they're struggling and it's hard. And they know that ultimately it's going to benefit their business because they're going to get more testimonials and people feeling happy about it, word of mouth, all the good stuff, right? The more successful your clients are, the more success your customers have, obviously the more successful your business is. Second is using live events to sell your offer. So for example, if you are a business coach or consultant, you can teach your audience how to create a kick butt growth marketing plan and then offer to help in implementing it. So it works so much better than a regular sales pitch because you're basically providing value upfront and saying, hey, you could totally do this yourself and succeed, but here's how we can help you do it 10 times faster and get exponentially greater ROI. So who could say no to that? And third, you can attract new hot prospects with this strategy I'm going to share. So find a business that you can partner with and put on a guest trading for their audience. Don't pitch anything. Just teach something that's mind-blowingly valuable and give away a lead magnet at the end or invite people to book a discovery call with you where you can give them more value. And then that's it. You'll like add plenty of fresh leads to your business, many of whom will graduate to paying customers later because of the value that you've given them. Okay, and the last type of video that I want to discuss here is teardowns and critiques. So if you have a strong opinion about a brand, a product, a service, a piece of content, anything like that that you think is doing something right or that you think is doing wrong, and if you're willing to express those strong opinions in a video, then you should take advantage of this strategy. So teardowns and critiques of other people's stuff are another persuasive way to share your expert knowledge. It's just that this time, instead of teaching it, you're going to be putting it on display to potential customers and clients. So this strategy is powerful, but you need to really be careful about how you implement it because you never want to come across as putting someone else down or being negative just for the sake of being negative, right? Like the whole contrarian thing, don't do it just to try to be edgy, but really mean and bring value to what you are critiquing. So keep them constructive, keep it good natured, and don't forget to praise people and brands when they're doing something right. So here's a few examples, because that might sound like, wait, how on earth do I do this? Let me give you some examples of how you could leverage teardowns and critiques in your video marketing. So look for willing subjects. First, ask your audience to submit something for feedback. Give them free advice on how to improve. So people could do something like, I've done this before on lives, where people will submit their pitch, just their elevator pitch. Like, here's my elevator pitch. Here's how I tell people what I do in less than 30 seconds. And then I would tell them, you know, hey, this is cool. This is what you're doing right. But here's how we can improve this. Or here's why I would do this instead of that. And then those people that are listening are getting value from it because they will relate to it. They might say, oh, I was doing the same thing when I talk about my business. That's a really good point. Let me switch that up. So it's just a killer way to convey your expertise and value. The next one is to do a deep dive on a brand that you truly admire. And this is how, you know, you can talk about like what you think makes them so amazing. And 
chances are, you know, who you think is amazing and whoever is following you will probably admire that brand too. And when they make that connection, they view you as the expert just by proximity. It's kind of cool how that happens. And finally, when you do critiques, stick to big name brands whenever possible. For one, everyone's heard of them, so viewers will take more interest in your video. Remember, you are the purpose of this is to create that expertise and authority. And more importantly, nobody likes it when you tear down an underdog. Okay, so even when you do critique big brands, you want to keep it constructive. So less along the lines of this is terrible and more on the lines of like, you know, this is really cool how they did this. I'm thinking we could go even further and here's how we could improve it. So things like that. It's a small shift, but it does make a big difference. So that's it. You don't have to have a treasure trove of testimonials on hand, like in, you know, you don't have to have mountains of all these people saying, you're the best, you're the greatest to establish your brand as the authority. It's really just putting the content out there that you know that you actually are an expert in. So show that. And you have all of these five different ways and within them examples of how you can do that to do it. I mean, put it out there, just See, see what happens. If you're willing to share your unique knowledge and engage with other voices in the space, pull back the curtain on your best case studies, even if it is your own, and give feedback on trends and new developments in your market, and then you'll be able to cultivate the image of an expert. And when your prospects need a trusted brand partner to partner with, yours will be the first name that comes to mind. And it's happened. I see it happen all the time. So that's all I have for you today. I hope, I really, really hope that you implement this because it's really powerful when you do. And stay tuned for more episodes of Video Marketing Secrets. Video Marketing Secrets podcast is brought to you by The Draw Shop. To learn more about The Draw Shop and how we can help your business grow through the power of video, visit thedrawshop.com slash secret. Be sure to search for Video Marketing Secrets on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. And make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. On behalf of the team here at The Draw Shop, thank you for listening.